1: ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend.
0: What would you say if I told you there's a book that can teach you how to win The Bachelor?
1: What would you say if I told you producers caught multiple finalists reading that book in this season that's currently airing?
0: What would you say if I told you the producers don't want anyone to know that their show has been compromised?
1: How do we know all this? We wrote that book. I'm Lizzie Pace. And I'm Chad Colchin.
0: We're the authors of How to Win the Bachelor and the hosts of the Game of Roses podcast, a bi-weekly podcast where we break down all the biggest plays, errors, and MVPs in the game of reality television.
1: Listen to Game of Roses wherever you get your podcasts and go to howtowinthebachelor.com to get our book. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. hi it's dave here uh this is not a regular episode if that's not already obvious uh we've been unable to get to the cinema the past few weeks unfortunately um so we thought we would treat you guys on the main feed to uh the retro movie review that we did over on our patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the cinema so this was part of a theme where we asked all our patrons to suggest movies that they like that no one else likes and uh We asked them to vote for their favourite of the sixth shortlist. And Batman Forever came out on top. That was the choice of patron Richard G. Laird. Um, So me and Cathy had a fun time watching it. uh, And our chat is a bit all over the place and chaotic. Much like the movie. Um, So here it is enjoy that if you like this then there are uh i think nearly 50 other movies just like it uh, waiting for you over at patreon.com forward slash the cinema and normal cinema service shall resume next week hello patrons hello it is us dave and kathy from the Cinemile. hello and patrons. it is you the patrons of this podcast. Um, so it's our monthly uh, movie, and uh, wow! Thanks everyone for the response to this idea. I think it was fantastic. Everyone, uh,
0: you think really your idea was fantastic?
1: I, 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 yeah, I do think my idea was was really good, <laughs> and so does everyone else. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Dave's idea was movies you like that nobody else likes, which was a great idea, Dave.
1: And you guys gave so many good suggestions or bad suggestions and a lot of us <laughs> are
0: very I think a lot of our patrons are very similar ages to us so
1: yeah all the movies are from the 90s and which the movies it,
0: that we all like kids as well
1: <laughs> yeah um, so Cathy do you want to read out the um, so this
0: was the poll the
1: six that we narrowed it down we too. narrowed it down and it was tough to narrow these down
0: Kindergarten more. Cop from Johnny Keys movie we both love and would have loved to watch got 19% and a
1: lot of people in the comments calling out that they were surprised that this met the criteria I was uh, very for, surprised for being Because um, it's
0: a fantastic movie
1: uh, Rotten
0: Batman Forever Richard G. Laird Got 30% And won the vote uh, Halloween 3 Season of the Witch uh, Kevin from the Best Fits Podcast Strongly advocating for this one In the comments
1: I love that movie
0: I didn't want to watch it And would have been
1: appropriate for Halloween
0: Glad I didn't watch it As there
1: are currently <laughs> 10 more days to Halloween <laughs>
0: So 23% of that one Close enough to Batman Forever The Net Laura Littler I wanted to watch the neck because I've never seen it. It feels like an iconic movie that I should have seen, and
1: I want to see. I don't know it. if it's iconic, it but is. Uh, certainly worth a look.
0: Twelve percent. Uh, sorry, Laura. Um, California man and Chino man. Five percent from Nancy. Nancy, that was low. <laughs> Nobody
1: wants to watch uh, California, man. I was actually up for that. I, that was one of the movies from my childhood I really enjoyed. I've it.
0: never seen. And then Godzilla, the 1998 one from Adrian Cash, got
1: 8%. And that movie has a banging soundtrack. Uh, I, I had it on CD. Uh, you were talking wow. We're talking Jamiroquai, Deeper Underground. Um, um,
0: I've got a fun fact about Daddy, Kindergarten I I Cop. Think, a- I know on. we didn't watch Kindergarten Cop, but I, I love it. Uh so when Dave and I uh, Even though we're married We've different surnames And when we were having um, Our first kid Oscar And we're like debating names I was like It would be super cool <laughs> To call him Cullen First name Corkery Second name And Dave was like That's ridiculous Cullen isn't a first name Anyway We never did it And then like A year later We were watching Kindergarten Cop The, the bad, bad guy's called Cullen Kindergarten Cop <laughs> yeah. Is called Cullen <laughs> And I was like We could've done it And Dave's like uh, why would we call our son After the bad guy the <laughs> kindergarten cough I was like No we'd be calling him After me Anyway it doesn't matter Because the surname No but obviously
1: it. Everyone <laughs> would only Identify him with The bad guy And his glorious ponytail Anyway
0: we went the better route Of just giving him The surname Colin Gorgory, Which now his brother Has
1: as well We named him after The baby from Ghostbusters 2 <laughs> Um, so, uh, Richard uh, G. Laird is the, the winner uh, You all wanted us to watch Batman Forever I'm going to read you out Richard's comment And actually Richard gave an, an incredible Made an incredible closing argument for, for Batman <laughs> Forever But
0: this isn't legal dramas we don't need uh, no. closing arguments we need you to be below 60% the nonetheless tomatoes. he
1: swayed the jury clearly <laughs> um, Richard said I will fight to the bitter end it is the hill I will die on
0: <laughs> Richard even... are you okay <laughs> have you seen this movie he loves ladies? this
1: movie um, <laughs> even with audience rating 32% and critical rating 39% that 1995's Batman Forever is not only a brilliant fun movie but it is the most fun and enjoyable of the Cape Crusader movies. Oh. Now that's a big that's a uh, this is me talking This is this a big claim? That's a big claim Richard because are you including all of the are we inclu- are we talking Nolan and uh, the recent all one as them. well? I guess yeah. you are. Um I mean a
0: lot of them to be fair, aren't? Or is fun? he
1: referring to just the original four? No, I think, I think he he's mean... probably referring to the original. But four.
0: No, but none of the later ones Let are Let us fun. know Richard. But none of the later ones are fun. No one would use the word fun to them. Well, that, him. actually
1: that's a very good point. Yeah. Um he says Val Kilmer is a very decent Batman, Bruce Wayne. Tommy Lee Jones clearly has no idea what movie he is in but somehow that works he says Jim Carrey is a great fun Riddler he says Chris O'Donnell as Robin well he's in it and Nicole Kidman as Dr. Chase Meridian has quite simply never been hotter left a lasting impression on 13 year old me I can't argue with that Uh, the set pieces are joyous comic book action yes it lacks the real world aesthetic of the Nolanverse but there is a place for the ridiculousness that this brings and then Richard, this was the clincher for me, he says, if this gets picked, I will promise to do the research for the fun facts. And Richard and I have been communicating and he has fulfilled his promise.
0: <laughs> so that is to come... Did you rig the vote so you wouldn't have to do fun I, facts? I
1: did not, but uh, I, I would have had to, had the opportunity presented itself. So. Thank so, you so much, Richard, for doing for the Richard. fun facts. We're going to get Great to that work.
0: after we've watched the movie, but we've never had a patron do the fun
1: facts for us before. Yeah, thanks, Richard. Great work. And look, I'm quite excited to watch this. I have not seen it in nigh on 20 years. I'd say we're the same
0: age as Richard. I have definitely saw it in the cinema as well as a kid.
1: I did. I was, well, this is 95. Yeah, I was 11. I I saw this. uh, I definitely remember seeing this in the cinema. I remember loving it. We're talking the height of Jim Carrey's power. That man had, in 94, released The Mask, Ace Ventura, and I was obsessed oh and uh, Dumb and Dumber they all came out like this was peak Jim Carrey see I don't
0: remember him in this at all see when I was this age I liked the movie because it was Batman and I was like 10 but um, I always so I definitely remember I definitely remember Nicole Kidman in it but I don't actually like until he said it there I didn't know that Batman I didn't know that Robin was in this one I, I I thought Robin showed up first time in the George Clooney one
1: uh, so no, I don't remember this movie time. at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, but I, I'm dying to see it because I do remember enjoying it. But the one I always loved as a kid that was the Penguin Catwoman one. That,
1: that is stuck look, out to me. Look, more. I haven't seen. Um, I, I think probably I've seen, because it
0: was a better movie, judging by the Rotten Tomatoes. I've seen those it? ones
1: more recently in the last ten years. But uh, I think yeah, from my in my head, I would Batman Returns is the one I would hold up as the best of those originals. Which one is that? The one you've just just. Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the the Michelle Pfeiffer. That one is cool. It's that really, really resonated with me weird. as a kid.
0: But this movie, I definitely remember liking, but I have like no memory of. So I'm really yeah, excited neither. to watch it. Yeah, me neither.
1: So I'm it. pretty cold going into this. Yeah. Um So yeah, quite excited. So let's we're gonna we're gonna head back in um, and uh, uh, flick that on tonight, and we'll check back in.
0: And we're like Notable sceptics of, of latter Batman Miserable Batman movies As well So this is more Our vibe I yeah, think Yeah although The
1: latest one Did win Yeah Windows we like over. that
0: But Richard's saying This is like all Comic booky and stuff So I'm excited to watch it I'm you. into that Yeah
1: Right Okay see you soon
0: Bye
1: Riddle me this Riddle me that Who's afraid Of the big black bat? In an uncertain World In a chaotic Time this is the Justice
0: wears a mask.
1: Your entrance was good. His was better. Love is a game. What is it about the wrong
0: kind of man? It's the car, right? Chicks love the car.
1: Power is a machine. Now you've devised a way to read men's minds. By the way, I've seen your mind. Freak! And revenge... ...is a trap. You're a genius. We learn Two-Face to make a pretty lethal combination.
0: Ah! Train me, let me be your partner.
1: Taylor. But first, let's meet our contestants. Going down. If the bat wants to play, we'll play. <laughs>
0: Was that over the top?
1: Don't work too late. The part where you kiss the girl. Okay, hello, we're back. We watched Batman Forever, Joel Schumacher's. <laughs> I think Batman the term Forever. might be
0: we experience.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yes. And look Batman Forever. Here's the thing, okay? Um I don't I don't think I can Sensory. Firstly, 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 full spoilers if if you care about if if such a thing <laughs> can happen for this movie. Firstly,
0: firstly, um, if you uh, suffer from Sensory issues so
1: much senses there's a
0: lot happening the, the, audibly in this movie so many
1: colours and this, this uh, you had a great l- line when we were watching this you turned to me and said this movie is all music it's uh, all and music and it is all music all the time it is that score we actually score just the is settings just... on our
0: TV to like lower the music because we were like what is happening I couldn't even hear the dialogue sometimes. it's a
1: fantastic score uh, and is I, I like that they kept the theme uh, Danny Elfman's theme from the from the first two. Yeah, the
0: score is good, but then there's just whole scenes of just really loud oh, music. Oh, it's full
1: on! It's full on. Um,
0: As I was watching it, I was remembering it more for sure. Uh, agree. Nicole Kidman is just absolutely beautiful in this movie. Um, albeit she's not given much else to do. Jim Carrey couldn't abide him. He ruined the movie in hindsight now he's just doing the mask
1: Jim Carrey maybe at the
0: time it was good
1: is hard to watch yeah and I think it's because when we like you know I said in, in the earlier bit the um I was obsessed with Jim Carrey in this era and it was just perfect for, a you know, a 10, 11, 12, 13 year... Like, like, like that... It, it's for kids, really, what he's doing. This over-the-top. Yeah. But, like, it becomes so incredibly annoying it and really, grating.
0: Yeah, great. And I have a lot...
1: By, by the way, I have a lot of respect for Jim Carrey as a as an actor. No,
0: I like Jim um, Carrey. I like but, Truman but Joe, Jim is, Carrey. I don't yeah, like this Jim Carrey. and, you
1: know, Eternal Sunshine. This is... But this is Jim Carrey doing Jim Carrey. It's not...
0: But he's actually doing the mask. A
1: performance. Because it's, at it's one just point a... he's
0: fully in green light, has a green face, is doing the mask.
1: gurning. His mouth <laughs> is going like he's just doing something. His body's always moving. He's basically saying like, "Do not go in there." Every five seconds, yeah, it's, a it's lot. like it's hard work. But you know what? Do you know what else? Tommy Lee Jones is doing the same thing in a but, Tommy Lee Jones but version. He pulls
0: it off it's because it's not. His, I think why I like Tommy Lee Jones in this movie is. He's playing against type. So for, to watch Tommy Lee Jones in this movie, is like, oh, this is fun. Tommy Lee Jones is playing this kind of silly character. Whereas with, uh, with Jim Carrey, it's like he's playing too much to type. But what's, That's why he, he was such a breath of fresh air in The Truman Show, because he did something different.
1: But what's interesting is, right, okay, so it's not uncharacteristic for Batman villains to be completely ridiculous and over mm-hmm. the top, right? They're kind of all like that. Yeah. The, so the performances are kind of appropriate. But if you look back at these films, you had, like, Jack Nicholson, Joker, just him. And he's doing the same thing. He's over the top. Yeah, and but he's like, yeah, And that's the Joker. But it's just him doing that. Batman Returns, you've got Danny DeVito doing a mad over-the-top penguin again. But Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman's actually quite restrained and kind of sexy and, and, cool. and cool. So they kind of play and off also each other nicely. Like,
0: but also, I think what's kind of the core difference between those movies uh, now I can't really remember the Jack Nicholson one but I do remember the, the, the other the, the Penguin Catwoman one quite well like they were actual characters with character development right I think what's hard to watch particularly with Two-Face in this movie and this is where it kind of comes down to I think why this movie's ended up having really bad ratings because at the beginning we were really enjoying it really up for it by the end I was like I can't follow this movie like I don't know what's happening <laughs> we'll, but we'll get Two into face, the plot in a yeah, minute but just but it's Two mental Two-Face specifically when you're comparing him to as I was watching it I was thinking about that movie with your man um, was it Aaron Eckhart?
1: yeah uh, The Dark Knight
0: yeah so uh, watching Two-Face in this movie right? this is the only explanation we get for him uh, he was a prosecutor he's in court someone threw acid on his face burned half his face that's it, right? It's the only backstory we get.
1: And no, because because then you see, but, and then it says, but this it is in 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 like some documentary news footage that we see, and then they show, and then Batman tried to save him, and then this is one of my favorite bits in this movie. <laughs> it cuts to the camera cuts. Of this documentary footage Of of, of Harvey uh, Tommy Lee Jones Harvey uh, Getting the acid in his face Then it cuts to Batman Leaping out from the audience yeah, like, In full bat suit Trying to save him But unsuccessful And then whatever Tommy Lee Jones Blames him for some reason But what I can I just like The the picture <laughs> Of like He must have been In the audience Like Like Batman is In the In the trial In full costume I know just watching Just sitting watching. next to someone In the audience
0: He's just like Oh I'm just a bystander <laughs> like, Don't worry about me but why this movie so bad Is right So that's all we know About Two Phase And then they're obviously Hamming it off They've done this brilliant Makeup on Tommy Lee Jones They've done these fun sets Where like Literally, everything he does is like half in black, half in red to match his face, right? And people he, keep he talking has, about him having two personalities, but he doesn't. He,
1: he took he that theme. One. He has one personality, he has one, exactly. Yeah,
0: he has one personality in this movie, which is a villain, and he just loves having two things in two different colours at all times. And then, to, so he has no personality. <laughs> yeah, he's always he no shouting at
1: all times. Yeah,
0: he has no backstory, he's no personality, he's just pure villain. So. That's so uninteresting. But when I'm watching and thinking I, about the Aaron Eckhart, when I'm like, "Can I?" J- this is so.
1: Yeah, Aaron. Aaron Eckhart's Two Face. Even though we didn't, he actually wasn't on screen for long. But he
0: was brilliant. That transformation
1: yeah. happened at the end of that movie. He's, but we spend well, a lot even, of time with Harvey Dent as a character exactly. in that movie. And then at the end, he he is conflicted. You do get a sense of Aaron Eckhart even switching in in those final moments between sort of who he was exactly. and who he is like
0: even the Two-Face in this movie just flips coins but just keeps flipping until get he gets the result he wants yeah now so I'm he doesn't
1: just, even follow his own I'm rules I'm just picking
0: on Two-Face as an example of like how undercooked the characters can, in the movie I, are I, and sorry. like how what, one of the reasons the movie actually I'm so sorry Richard but is a really bad movie is because it, there's nothing to follow like they're just going prancing around now, doing things
1: to be fair though to um to be fair, the the theme this month was movies you like that no one else likes. Yeah. So no, no, I still
0: liked it. So I just
1: think it's a bad movie. I did, Richard said he likes it and it's it's fun. Is it I think it is fun. I still I, think it's I had fun, a lot yeah. of fun here. Yeah, is it a good movie? No, no. it's not a good movie. So this movie but fits the bill We had perfectly. a lot of fun. And the um but just to finish my point, so you have um um Jack Nicholson over the top performance, but he's by himself. You've got Michelle Pfeiffer and um Danny DeVito doing kind of con- diff- different enough performances they're also here, not
0: teaming up like these two do So it's no they like, do, they team up no but they're not like just constantly facing off each other in a like, hilarious
1: villain but yeah, exactly, back-to-back. that's the problem here is that yeah. when Two-Face and the Riddler team up they're doing the exact same performance as much as, and we'll get to the fun facts, the two of them hated each other um, I'm so
0: excited, Richard I'm so excited for your fun facts
1: Yeah, he, he's pulled some gems, loads of them I didn't, didn't even know about, um, so it's just like, and when they're on screen together, it's just the two of them just doing this hundred and ninety percent performance, and I'm like, and they're literally like my back brain to back, like, can't shimmying and hold dancing
0: this. together. It's like, what is happening? It's
1: it, but it's also just like it's something to behold. This whole movie is but something I don't mind to that behold. If that
0: was like the and, end of the movie, but like they just team up too quickly, and it's all very now. Jim Carrey's Riddler has. To some extent, got more character development, so it's really hard again though because we just watched the well, Paul Dano one, and he was great as the Riddler. This, but that's you
1: can't even compare that I can't movie help to it this though, <laughs> I'm not I know, comparing I guess the, the movie; the same character, I'm only though.
0: comparing those Two Face and Riddler because I've seen them in other movies. But um, with his character, okay, he has more backstory, right? So I kind of buy his backstory. But then the actual device he builds makes no sense.
1: Yeah, can we? Okay, I, I'm, I'm assuming <laughs> we that we pull back and mention, talk about the not plot. Not every of this yeah, movie. I, I think yeah. that not everyone listening to this will have gone back and watched it. So <laughs> let's let's give you a quick refresh. Here is the plot of Batman Forever. Edward, no,
0: I admire you if you're able to recount the plot.
1: Watch me, e- Edward Nygma, who is the uh, no, whatever.
0: The, Enigma.
1: Enigma. Yeah, that's the joke. Is he, uh, who is the Riddler. Um, He is an employee Of Wayne Enterprises Pitches to Bruce Wayne A product Which is basically Like Beams Like TV signals Into a user's Brain Mm -hmm. And uh, Presents sort of A holographic experience Right Bruce is like No that seems super invasive No thank you Um, No but but before
0: that Bruce says No why don't you come And pitch it to me Put in time with my secretary We'll discuss your idea And then the Riddler goes You have to give me An answer right now So Bruce goes Okay the answer's no then
1: yeah, that <laughs> really a
0: very good backstory To like really hate someone <laughs> Not a
1: very, very good plan So whatever He gets mad Hates Bruce Wayne Starts doing riddles Comes up with his persona Goes uh, kind of whatever Becomes the Riddler But then at some point He then kind of He goes full As you described him Annie Lennox um, He looks exactly, he looks exactly, like, exactly Annie like, Annie like Annie Lennox But then suddenly Changes his appearance To be a respectable businessman After they've stolen one. A load of um, money. So he sto- they've stolen money, him and Two Faced And he uses that money, that mm-hmm. capital To fund the business Nigma Tech So he produces, he, he goes ahead Has the funds now to produce his idea So yeah. he produces this idea Has a huge successful Apparently, tech launch Like Steve Jobs style
0: Because no one outside of Gotham exists in this movie Everyone in Gotham has bought this tech It's huge, it's a huge success so then, Everyone- like His shares are actually worth more than... Bruce's shares at this point. Now a news, cor- a but news sorry, person the time, asks the Bruce, time frame "Are you threatened by this?" Yeah. To which I'm like, "Why would he be threatened? He's got decades worth of generational wealth. This guy's been selling these devices for a week." <laughs> yeah.
1: like, but that that gossip journalist does a whole whole thing unto herself. Also,
0: the different businesses. It's like asking Steve Jobs if he minds that Whole Foods is selling
1: really well threatened? on the market. Are you threatened by by Whole Foods? <laughs> um, yes, but but the. Um, uh, so he becomes this incredibly successful, uh, like overnight billionaire. It seems and then to me like within it all. Days. it's like a hot product. Well, the timeline of this movie is nuts because yeah. we get th- th- that scene, that montage is sandwiched in between two other scenes. The first scene of which is Robin <laughs> saying to Alfred, Hmm, what's in that door, Alfred? And he says, Oh, don't worry about that. Don't go in there. By the way, Robin, his get- entire
0: family's just been murdered by Two Face. Yeah.
1: And he's like, in hey, a what's- trapeze hey, what's behind that door? And then then we get a time frame uh, montage starting with, I'm Edward Enigma. Here is my new product. And then we kind of get a little montage of everyone in Gotham seems to now own this product. Now there's a giant. Uh, lair in the middle of the ocean that where all their brain waves are being beamed yeah. directly back to him and Two-Face and him and Two-Face are like sharing this like <laughs> suction cup which goes on their forehead where so they like first the implication is imp- 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 Give me all the, the
0: But the first implication is that their IQs are kind of growing based off this green yeah. beam well, But
1: there's no evidence of that No um, evidence
0: and then the movie uh, pivots and is actually like no they're going to use it to get everyone's like, credit card yeah. numbers
1: So basically that happens which implies an incredibly Long amount of time, like you yeah. would have had to manufacture all these products. You uh, would it. have had to build it. Not to mention the, the 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 sheer time scale of building a layer in an island in, in, or sorry, not even in an island in the middle of the ocean, and then all that happens, and then we cut back no, to. No,
0: and it's all the interior decorated to have question marks everywhere. Yes,
1: which would have taken in, in, in an ordinary amount of time, and, and then like
0: bypassing of the seasons in the film. It's not gone from summer to winter and anything. It's all no, autumn. No, it's still Halloween.
1: It's all autumn. The whole movie's Halloween. And then um, and then we <laughs> cut back to Robin. So all that happens. And then we cut back to Robin and he's still looking at this door and he's like, now's my chance. And he does some gymnastics. <laughs> so I'm like, what has happened? Has Robin just been spending months trying to get into this door? Dave,
0: it's not a big deal. Or- Robin lives in Batman's house, <laughs> fixes his motorcycles, which no one's ever shown is happening. And then he pivots and pirouettes and like does trapeze to get through into the back cave, then he steals the back car, goes on a joyride Like it's so wild when you're watching this movie because you're like, there's both everything is happening at once and also nothing is happening. There is there's so no, much in this movie. There's so much but plot and we, also no plot. Can
1: we go back to Edward Enigma's plan, right? You mean because Enigma. Enigma his his plan is so funny because he invents this the, his whole thing was like I've got this great product I want it to get get made he achieves that goal yeah. creates an incredibly successful company his stock is worth more than Wayne Enterprises and you're like
0: and he's hot and he's Drew Barrymore as and you're girlfriend and like,
1: you hang on job done man you, you, you did it you did it yeah, but This he's is a villain. this is a success story for entrepreneurs yes you did it on a lot of stolen capital but you did it but no his real plan is to beam information out of people's brains such as credit card information yeah. so he can then I guess you know defraud people but like that makes no sense you're already uh, you have built an island and it's just like when do you you've stop? also
0: robbed millions of dollars worth of diamonds from a like heist but I yeah. guess that the, the Dave, the real point here is that bad guys never stop.
1: Oh, that's it. Yeah, they don't know when to stop. Yeah. Also, if he had just um, invested in his incredibly sophisticated video uh, manipulation software, but when he edits the um, the CCTV footage at the beginning to make yeah, make his employer seem like he. He um, jumped
0: out a window. He jumped
1: out a window. That, that, had, that product would have had uh, incredible implications that, and like, value. You couldn't
0: do that today with deepfake, what he did back then in the yeah. 90s. and
1: he just does that casually as part of all of his ploys.
0: But they don't even, like... He's supposed to hate Bruce Wayne. But you don't... I don't even feel hate... Like, Jim Carrey's too busy, like, lampooning around. Like, I don't ever feel like he really hates
1: him yeah I Riddler- feel like
0: Two-Face hates him a bit more
1: the Riddler's just all over the place yeah um, total mess here's a few things I really liked about this movie right I wrote these down there's an awesome Robin's scene. earring Robin's earring I did not write down on this list I enjoyed it Why? but I wrote that down on the is this the most 90s film ever list uh Chris it O'Donnell has-, has an earring Val Kilmer is wearing a suit jacket and a polo neck <laughs> archer style all the gangs are punks which the 80s and 90s post yeah. re, post Reagan there was this fear of the alternative and Nicole it was very Kidman. conservative punks punks are all gangs and, they, and they're and they all and they all have neon um, face paint what's that what's that lighting you know when you flick on the uh, yeah. the, this the light was straight of it, lights
0: out of like the running man slash demolition man kind of baddie vibe also Nicole Kidman a psychologist uh Based on two pieces of information on someone calls him a wacko. A
1: wacko. Holy totally cool. Yes, 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 yes. And she and she's a she's a professional psychologist. Yeah. <laughs> this um this movie's very nineties and it went all in on the computer graphics and it was not nowhere near ready.
0: But what's your list on for, the things you for liked for about It the lo- it all
1: looked like a video game cutscene Anytime they showed Gotham or the opening graphics were so 90s well. every,
0: every, and every scene in Gotham there's just a huge statue like at one point there's definitely the statue of liberty
1: yeah I looked this up so the, it's called Lady Liberty it's not the statue of liberty or right. Lady Gotham it's called um, but yeah it's um, it's clearly it just is the statue of liberty it was introduced in this movie so Gotham has a statue of liberty which they crash a helicopter into can I
0: just say the reason we're being so chaotic on this review is because the movie's so chaotic
1: I don't, I don't even know, I where to don't start. know what to talk Here's about. I alright. I wrote down a few things I liked. Okay. I liked um there's a scene with the, the Batmobile uh, and Val Kilmer is being chased by the thugs and he like uses a grappling hook to drive the Batmobile up a wall. And yeah, I that thought was fun. that was fantastic and looked good. Um this movie, I mean, looks Looks good. Looks good. Yeah. I mean it's 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 an aesthetic uh, that Joel Schumacher chose. It's very colourful and bright and over the top, but like it's it's Distinctive, it's I would say. Really and it's quite distinctive, different yeah. to um, Tim Burton's, you know, very Tim Burton y gothic I think this movie sort of looks dark. looks
0: really good, right? And what struck me with it, and I know you're on your list there, but what struck me with it is it looks really good and it's got a huge cast, right? You're talking Nicole Kidman in her prime, Jim Carrey in his prime, Tom Lee Jones in his prime, Drew Barrymore, I think maybe before she became famous again before Scream, because she's very underplayed here. Yeah, why is she in this? Obviously, you've got Val Kilmer, who's a huge star, right? So you've got an all star cast and it looks brilliant and as t- much as like Jim Carrey is over-egging it he's doing his good job of what he normally does the problem with this movie is I think two things story and pacing it's incomprehensible there's just the plot is like
1: yes, what stop- it,
0: there's no plot and no time appears to pass stuff
1: is just happening and and it is just there's basically like no
0: beginning middle and end to the movie because Kind of, some part of the movie is building up to a love story with Nicole Kidman and Val Kilmer, and she can't decide if she likes Batman or if she likes Bruce Wayne. Can I, can I tell? But you, then when it just can at I tell the you end, what? Th- just, there's no resolution to that. I don't know what's happened with their relationship.
1: Can I tell nothing? There's no character development in this except Batman. Bruce Wayne has some dreams, and he remembers that he saw a bat once. <laughs> um, the the this movie is just a series of the same set piece over and over again, which is Bruce Wayne goes to. Uh, event with Meridian Chase Uh, see circus or gala or a another Um, the Riddler and or Two-Face show up Mm -hmm. um, hold the thing hostage uh, a demand to see Batman then Batman either shows up or doesn't show up in the circus instance there's a fight and then they carry on and that's basically all that yeah, happens in Yeah, that this happens
0: movie. multiple times. And like, after the first one, after the circus one, Meridian Chase, a.k.a. Nicole Kidman, says to Val Kilmer, I'm sorry, uh, I've met someone else, I'm not interested. But then the next event, they're just dates again.
1: Yeah, she keeps, she keeps going on she dates. she's kind of
0: his therapist, but they're kind of fucking up. And then she meets Batman, she's like, I'm sorry, I've met someone else. So she's back into I'm Val like Kilmer again. And like, ready to
1: grow up now. But Can we talk girl- about the, the the gender politics of this movie are very kind of troubling in retrospect and in the 90s particularly because I was absorbing this clearly as a 10 year old like there's a, there's a basically she spends the whole movie just throwing herself at Batman like she like turns on the bat signal on top of a roof and is basically wearing lingerie yeah. and she s- takes, normal takes off her behavior. slip and is like let's do this um, i also
0: like I would have loved and I don't know if they've ever gone here with a Batman if they properly hooked up would he have just left the face mask on? Like, what would have happened Yeah, yeah, there? they would
1: have had totally... I was into that They would have scene. boned in the, uh, in, the, in the rubber suit. <laughs> the, um, but then then there's another point where he, like, Batman, like, gets into his car after an encounter with her, and he goes, women. You know, and I'm like, that's a... Th- I, I feel actually, like that's a thing I would have repeated as a kid. You know, that, just, that was often used in pop culture. Like, ugh, women. I
0: agree with you, but I actually think, by 90s standards, this movie is... Barely tame in its sexism. But
1: I it's think very sexually charged, isn't it? It's very Drew Barrymore charged. and um, Drew Barrymore just, Sugar and Spice, Jones, really they're, a, they're like wearing lingerie throughout this whole yeah, thing. But she well. doesn't
0: really have any lines. That's what confused me. I'm like, you've got Drew Barrymore in your movie, but she's not doing anything. And to me, the sexism is more in the lack of use of f- phenomenal actresses like Drew Barrymore and like, okay, the, Nicole Kidman's in it a little bit more, but she really only exists to serve the purpose of. Drawing Val Kilmer's inner turmoil out of him, so I agree with you it's sexist but I think by ninety standards, it's not the worst. Oh yes, yeah,
1: so no, I'm not. I'm not saying this film in particular is. Yeah. is I, I, I'm saying it's reflective of, of
0: its the time, times yeah. and the
1: cultural landscape. Um, but the uh, well, I'll list off the things I do like because we're just shitting on a lot of stuff.
0: We're actually not the, shitting on it because I still I had loads yeah, of fun it watching was it. To Yeah, I it
1: was fascinating. Yeah, it's. Um, I'm
0: so glad we watched it because it's literally like should be shown in film schools so for people to analyse the chaos that's happening on yeah. screen.
1: I, I actually liked Chris O'Donnell in this movie if Yeah, I'm, I'm a honest. Chris O'Donnell fan. Um, I thought Val Kilmer was good. Um, I thought uh, in particular um, the Michael Goff the actor that plays Alfred and played him in the first two movies and Batman and Robin I believe. I think he's a real he's just a lovely presence, and like does the comedy really well, yeah. but is, is some has a bit of pathos about him. Yeah, I think I like he's him. fantastic. Um I thought the fight scene, some of the fight scene choreography was actually quite good. I thought Robin versus Robin's the class. punks was quite yeah. was quite well done. um as stupid as all that was. That's another weird gender politics where he saves a girl, and she's like, does Batman kiss the girl? When he saves her, and
0: like she's just about to be um, sexually assaulted, like no, like it's just like, like, you, like you, wouldn't be, she'd you wouldn't be
1: up for that in that moment. Yeah, yeah it's like it's so really weird. weird. Um, and there's another brilliant scene which I love, where Robin is like, uh, or oh, Master Grayson is like drying clothes with Alfred and doing chores, oh but my God, he that does it—he so does it using kung fu for some reason. And I'm just like, and that scene was so bananas and so fun and but wedged. Like
0: this, the movie—it's a shame because there was implied within the movie is that Alfred and Robin have been having this total bromance and apparently Robin's been living there for ages and that kung fu scene alludes to it and then uh, Alfred going off and making him the Robin suit without asking Batman alludes to it and like the movie could have given us more of that character development would have been like really fun to you to watch and a bit less of Jim Carrey yeah like there's good stuff going on with Robin and it's interesting that as someone who had watched it when I was younger and watched him by the way loved the George Clooney one as a kid
1: I didn't Same. remember that Robin was in
0: this, and it's actually extremely easy to forget he's in it be- because he has nothing to do. Now, I do want to I, point I out. I disagree. I think he's
1: bat- quite a big part of this. The movie. nipples
0: on the bat suit were hugely criticised on George Clooney. Robin's suit has nipples in this movie, and I feel like that needs to be I spoken think, about. I oh, think Kilmer's
1: suit has little nipples no, as well, I was but looking. they're less obvious. They're much more pronounced than the George Clooney suit. I want to sure. go back
0: to your point on saying you thought Val Kilmer was a fine Batman.
1: Okay. Do you disagree? I
0: don't disagree. I think he is fine. I'm just interested. He's fairly blank right he He effectively does no acting in this movie, I which I think works for Batman actually. But like, there's a whole scene where he's obviously remembering the pearl necklace scene, and he's just like staring at a wall.
1: So this is, guys, this is him remembering his parents' death, and we were like, "Don't show us the parents' death down the alley again." But we didn't get, we didn't get the pearls, yeah.
0: But I also think that's fair enough. It's only like the third movie, and you know,
1: only the third movie. Like, has this been repeated twice at (laughs) this this stage for Batman? He
0: needs his moment, but he's just he's so blank in this movie, and I actually think that that really works for Batman. Like, I. Hated like I will die on a hill I don't think Christian Bale Should have ever Been cast as Batman I hated watching As Batman He sucked the Fucking life Out of those movies What do you think And his think? Batman
1: voice Was ridiculous was Awful
0: I loved Val Kilmer's Batman voice It was very subtly Lower Val Kilmer's Really distinct lips There is no way You wouldn't know And Nicole Kidman Gets <laughs> it she, she, she guesses second, it When she goes at his lips yeah. As soon as she kissed Both of them she knew But I feel like In other movies They don't Now But my question is How do you rank Batman actors
1: Oh don't do that Don't throw that grenade in here
0: Me Well I'll tell you mine then Go on Michael Keaton top Obviously Yeah Uh, I can't remember George Clooney as Batman I need to watch that movie again As a kid loved him So I'm just going to put him second I actually think
1: Robert Pattinson's way up I'm
0: going to put George Clooney a second Because why not Um,
1: Ben Affleck's up there for me
0: Forgot he was on the list Uh, I'm going to do Val Kilmer as Middling Because fine He's totally grounded in this movie So who have we got left?
1: Keaton Affleck, Affleck and Pattinson are the best
0: okay Pattinson fourth Kilmer, Port,
1: Kilmer Affleck, and Affleck
0: fifth no I'm doing Affleck Bale fifth Bale in the
1: middle Clooney last
0: Bale last for me
1: Bale last you think Clooney's better than Bale
0: I don't remember Clooney Clooney's
1: wrong as, as
0: I don't remember as but Wayne as a, as a kid Batman. I was into him so I'm giving him a second
1: no I think he's I also wrong, feel though.
0: like Batman should be fun and I'm pretty sure George Clooney would have been fun
1: yeah, I mean, he whips out his bat credit card.
0: Notwithstanding the bat Batman, who was the Batman in the TV show, the original like, Adam the West. Best. Oh, yeah, I'm glad you top. brought
1: that up because that's something I was going to bring up. This movie shares a lot more in common with the Adam West Batman than it anything does. that anything that followed it. Way more than the, the Nolan stuff. There no, but is I a say scene... the
0: George Clooney one might have been sillier than this one, though. But only, oh, it only was I yes, but this it.
1: by Joel Schumacher as well. So he took the template of this and doubled down. It got even more silly. But yeah, the. Um, but I, I actually, by the way, this isn't a criticism. I'm such a fan of the Adam West stuff. I think it's, like, it. hilarious. And I think they were intentionally hilarious quite often. And they had a lot of fun with the character. So I'm totally fine with something drawing inspiration from that. But it does. It pulls in all the, um, the silly ways in which they enter the back cave. Like, there's a, you know, he, he f- goes into his desk in this movie and, like, flips a switch. And then his chair lowers him into a tunnel into a no, sarcophagus. No, he doesn't flip a
0: switch. He says something like. Open. oh that's right no he
1: says voice chair activated. it's voice activated and he sits in the chair and says chair and then the chair slides him into a sarcophagus I'm like you have that is so a sarcoph sarcophagus teric- what are you saying? Sarcoph- a, a coffin he comes out of a, like a coffin oh right yeah um, the, that, love that that stuff. is so badly designed from a UX perspective because anybody who comes into his office and says the word chair or if he ever says the word chair that's instantly going to to open up and the other problem is that when Robin discovers the backcade he discovers a different entrance on the ground floor to the left of the the, uh, lobby Behind a bookcase, and then he accidentally falls down there and falls down two short flights of stairs, and then he's there. So, like, so why would here? Here's the thing so, Falconer comes into his house, Bruce Wayne comes into his house, he has two options to get to the back cave. He could turn left, and that the geography of this house is quite well done. Yeah, and just open a bookcase and walk down two short flights of stairs, and you're there. So, it's like it's basically Minus one It's on the It's a, it's a basement level yeah. It's not his even study far must down be up. His study must be upstairs Or he goes upstairs Sits in the thing Says chair And then goes down An elaborate tunnel system Which takes a lot longer Yeah And is And imagine if that Like malfunctioned At any point He'd it's be
0: trapped fine, in there but, but Alfred's By his side at all times So it's like Completely fine But all that stuff I wish this movie had Like When I think about it I wish it had lingered On more of that bat stuff Because that was fun And I also think if you're, What bat if stuff? You're, those cool bat things like the the coffin going down the stairs and the cha- the the car the the car that can drive up walls and stuff like all that's so really fun but i feel like if you were going to introduce robin which i'm all for like why is robin teaming up with batman like the sixth plot in this movie do you know what i mean like it deserved like wouldn't it have been way more interesting if actually the guy if Robin wasn't so sympathetic and he hadn't just been someone that Batman rescued but if like the villain had been a young Robin and then at the end of the movie Batman and him like work together and become allies
1: don't be trying to make a complex interesting movie Kathy. this is Batman Forever it's
0: just like the- Robin is so far down the list of things happening that it's like wild to me that this was how they introduced
1: him um, Robin's a big deal Cathy uh, it was fine look this is they pitched this at kids literally that was the and that's part of Richard's I mean, fun fact. Yeah. it was a backlash to Batman Returns I'll give you an early fun fact from Richard here so Batman Returns comes out is quite dark and the penguin bites someone's nose off I remember I think that think it was like yeah. a 15s right but I loved it as a kid And or no they might have got it to a PG-13 but he worked hard with the census to get it there it was fucking hardcore and then the Penguin was so the scary ha- then the McDonald's release a Happy Meal tie in with Batman Returns which was misjudged McDonald's <laughs> saw an early cut of the film thought it's probably going to be okay um, wasn't and there was a huge backlash from the Christian right uh, amongst others in in America so basically they were like uh, that's why they moved away from Burton and they were like, we need this to be more family-friendly. So this is... But it
0: th- can be family-friendly but still be a good movie, though.
1: That, guy, This is in 1994. They're like, do, do, are they going to pitch like, mm, complex Robin is bad and then he turns good? No, they're just going to be like, you get Jim Carrey, he's going to prance around on screen and get yeah. Two-Face, the good guys are good guys, the bad guys are bad guys, away you go. Two other things that uh, reminded me of the Adam West series. There's a giant bomb that Two-Face... Um, brings out in the circus which is just a giant ball just like the one that uh, Adam West used to run around uh, trying to throw into the to into the uh, the yep. rivers and then lastly the scene all the riddle scenes and when they finally crack like um uh Mr E a uh, Mr E A E E Enigma, Edward Enigma. <laughs> All the leaps that they were taking, the logical leaps to get to that ridiculous conclusion, was very reminiscent of the Batman 1966 yeah. movie, um, in which. And look, I'll I'll share that scene in the in the comments below. It's one of my favourite scenes in any movie where uh, Batman and Commissioner Gordon and Robin are figure out this this riddle, which is essentially wait, that, this happened at C, C, C for Catwoman. Um,
0: it's like C because of S. Like.
1: <laughs> so, so good. Um, so um, I think we'll get to the fun facts. I think if there's anything, um, the final
0: thoughts on the movie, an absolute chaotic wild ride. Oh my
1: god! I lo- just like this podcast. Thanks, really the suggesting. I really Thanks enjoyed watching it.
0: But, but there's two things I need to do now. I need to watch the George Clooney one. I think we should watch it into Sue podcast on it because why not? and just
1: oh, don't overcommit. and you do the fun facts and uh, no Richard's Richard's now on board for, for all <laughs> Batman related fun facts
0: and I also want to watch The Net just because I've always wanted to see it okay
1: calm down stop adding movies onto our plate we're busy the best enough, part about
0: this is sometimes I'll put up the, the six movies that we have on our theme on Twitter and I'll say to Twitter followers who are on Patrons guess what the theme is and people can always guess it right this one was no one can guess this how would
1: you guess that people are like
0: they're all shit
1: someone on twitter um had an amazing guess which fits which was uh, these all had sequels in which the characters were recast wow um and it kind of mostly fits halloween is kind of a bit of a stretch Um, and
0: chino man had a sequel
1: yes apparently he uh, because i said i don't think it did and uh, he replied to me on twitter this guy and said uh that it had a TV series spin-off called Encino Woman. <laughs> so there you go. Um, actually, before we, get, before we we get... We to tell
0: them what the actual answer was.
1: Before we get to fun facts, some things that were bothering me so much during this movie include...
0: The audio. The, the gave me a
1: helicopter at the beginning that Tommy Lee Jones is driving has a steering wheel yeah. instead of the traditional uh, joystick sort of grips that a helicopter would have. Not only that, it comes with a steering wheel lock. Absolutely To prevent your helicopter From being stolen Further To
0: that scene What bothers me In all movies And this always happens Helicopter pilot Flying the helicopter Two-Face shoots him Shoots him yeah yeah Why do you shoot your pilot? Well he was
1: trying to shoot Batman
0: Secondly on aerial related Issues with this movie At one point Batman's like I've got a car And I've got an airplane And, a, and Robin's like I'll fly the airplane I'm like So you can fly now?
1: No he flies the boat
0: Or whatever He's flying something in the sky Yeah he can drive a boat
1: Okay. No, the, the, the boat is in the water Kathy See? No, see Rob- for Catwoman
0: at one point Robin's flying in a vehicle he's just a pilot now he's not
1: he's in the boat what okay, Batman I thought he was flying. flies the vehicle oh,
0: okay never mind withdraw my objection um,
1: the other thing that really like I could not stop thinking about after watching this movie is the end of this movie Tommy Lee Jones Two-Face is there and he's got them in this cornered um, and he's you know he's got a gun pointed at the man he's like, I got you now Batman and, and, and Batman says um, wait Harvey you forgot to flip your coin and then he goes oh thanks for reminding me flips his coin in the air as he's wont to do then Batman cleverly pulls out a load of coins out of his uh, which are uh, for some reason identical to this very distinct coin that he deliberately bought
0: them and he throws them
1: up in the air to throw him off and then he falls off but like why 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 does his utility belt has he got so many coins he's got a coin pouch
0: because it's the Two-Face utility belt he knew he was coming to fight also Two-Face multiple times in this movie you had a direct chance to kill Batman and you just didn't yeah. What kind of a villain are you? It's <laughs> exactly. like they kidnap Nicole Kidman and leave Bruce Wayne there instead of just killing him.
1: Now there's another thing that really bothered me and this is so pedantic, but the you know, it's very common in superhero movies that the name of the superhero or supervillain is determined by the media or by the people right yeah. so we get a news report in this scene it's like which is by the way the worst acting ever of a news report i've ever seen and this guy is just like a gotham's police are confounded by a series of uh, mysterious riddles left at crime scenes which has gothamites calling him the riddler and I'm just like No He named himself the Riddler Like several scenes earlier So you can't have Two things can be na- true
0: He self-names himself the Riddler And then the people came up with the exact the same nickname people name came him? up with the exact same name
1: I mean Okay the no, the unbelievable th- thing of this movie Pick a lane No this is bothering me so much Alright let's go to um, um, Richard's fun facts No sorry I have
0: one more quibble Go on Just continuity Makes no sense so, uh, There's Rob, something in this movie that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Robin steals the Batmobile, right? Yeah. Why? Goes for a jury ride.
1: Yeah, why um, does he do that? Then and he, then he pretends to be Batman And then Batman, Batman comes back
0: to the house. And then in the next scene, when they're back in the house, Batman is in a robe and toweling his hair, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, he's so been in the come shower. back to the
0: house, had a massive Barney. Batman's like, wait a minute, before we get into this, I'm just going to go and have a shower. Yeah. Come back out of my robe, which is really inappropriate. And now we're going to hash this out.
1: Yeah. Instead of, you know, having the conversation in the car. Yeah, which is what they would have done. Um, okay, so thank I think you. I just
0: wanted sexy Val Kilmer in a row.
1: Thank you again, uh, Richard, for pulling these fun facts together. So here we go. Richard's so,
0: setting a dangerous precedent. From now on, we'll always expect like whatever this. patrons suggested. i We're going to gonna outsource all the work to you guys. Uh,
1: so Richard has pulled together this very helpfully in sections. Uh, he's got the basics, some production, no. some alternative casting, and then bat lore. I right. think
0: Richard's doing alternative casting for you on this podcast.
1: Oh, wow, yeah. It's, it's like that time Lockdown Nissy came in on and
0: smashed your um, fun fact.
1: No, it's very similar to that. Right, okay, here we go. Um, right, so the basics. The, so this budget of this film was $100 million. Money it, well spent. But it made $336 million worldwide, which would make it a massive success. It's, oh, it's, I
0: always thought it was a bomb.
1: No, 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 massively successful. Sure, it got a sequel.
0: Um, well, quite a sequel, another Batman Batman, movie not
1: quite a sequel Batman and Robin is not a sequel to this
0: well it has a different Batman it has the
1: same director most of the same cast yeah they recast Batman
0: it's the same it's a sequel okay
1: you're telling me it's not a sequel to this movie as much
0: as Robert Pattinson is a sequel to it like
1: technically it is um um okay um box office yeah so it uh that puts it ahead of it made more money than Batman Returns, which made $266 million, so it was more successful than the previous movie.
0: So one could argue that this got that box office off the success of that movie. Uh,
1: sure, but nonetheless it was massively successful and more successful than its predecessor. Interesting. But you cannot say the same of Batman and Robin, which made 238 less than both of those.
0: Interesting. Which is
1: why we probably didn't get another one, Right. Um.
0: But, the, but then you could probably argue that that ended up making less money because this movie had been so bad so there's less of an appetite next time
1: why are you walking us around in circles to make. I was ca- just thinking about also, it. It's we're on point two. Can we read? Look at the amount of fun Sorry. facts I have to read. Will you calm down?
0: <laughs> You're like,
1: no, let's speculate really the numbers here. It's
0: just really interesting. No, can,
1: I think these numbers tell us this movie was incredibly successful. People went to see it. They did not go to see Batman and Robin. Okay. Right? Um, and I won't. Question why? The it was the 6th high, highest grossing film of 1995 sandwiched between Disney's Pocahontas in 5th place and uh, in 7th place the movie 7 which is fantastic that's
0: hilarious Do you know what else I was thinking this must be around Liar Liar era as well this really yes, was yes that Cariano. was that era I
1: think yeah he packed all these roles into like 94, 95 he was so busy um, can you guess what was number 1 in
0: 1995 yeah
1: I'll give you a clue it's an action movie and I think this is what's interesting about the landscape of the 90s as a good guess no um, the landscape of the 90s as opposed to now superhero films were not big bucks they were not um, well
0: this was the only movie franchise this is pretty much it
1: yeah it was just Batman like just doing its own action movies (laughs) action movies were the big blockbuster draw and it's completely reversed Another good guess, not, no, that's not it. Well, I just tell you, it's a sequel. It's a sequel to an imp- incredibly popular action franchise from the 80s and 90s. Predator. Uh, no. Terminator. No. No, I know those answers aren't even right. Okay, I'll tell okay, you. It's Die you. Hard with a Vengeance. Ah, yeah, Bruce yeah. Yes, Willis, number one in the box office in 1995. Okay. Wow. Let me tell you a bit about the production of this movie from Richard. Okay. So the studio, well, actually, I've already told you this about the Batman Returns and the um, Happy Meal controversy. So they wanted a more family friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, less dark movie. So Joel Schumacher is brought on board off the back of Falling Down and The Client, and he wanted Aww, to do. I love
0: The Client. Yeah, good
1: movie. Uh, he wanted to do a sort of a. Uh,
0: I see, this. I wouldn't see the director of Falling Down and The Client to be like, oh great, he'll make a family-friendly movie. I
1: don't know why or how he got the, the yeah. gig, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wanted to do a dark Frank Miller Year One style story, which would have been interesting. Uh, But they wanted So I I think they just I think Joel Schumacher Is quite a versatile director um, And I think they gave him The the brief of Make this colourful And Mm -hmm. family friendly And look he delivered Um, So that's what they wanted That's what he gave him It was a famously Fractious set uh, Val Kilmer and Schumacher did not get along
0: Oh, interesting. and they did not
1: speak on set for oh large parts oh my god um, Jim Carrey so
0: unprofessional Jim
1: Carrey said he would never work with Joel Schumacher again <gasps> what but then he actually did in uh, number 23 in 2007 why do they is hate one of the worst movies I've ever seen why do
0: they hate Joel Schumacher
1: so much I don't know they just didn't get on um, I mean, but
0: he's hardly a demanding director all he asks of Val Kilmer is to stare at a wall
1: but the most famous rift is uh, and I knew about this one and I love this so uh, Tommy Lee Jones' Did not like Jim Carrey According to Jim Carrey um, He went up to, He saw him When they were filming At a restaurant And then he went up To um To uh, Hug him mm-hmm. uh, Went up to hug Tommy Lee Jones And Tommy Lee Jones Stopped him and said uh, This is according to Jim Carrey He said I hate you <laughs> I really don't like you And then Jim Carrey said Gee man What's the problem um, And then he said He pulled up a chair Which probably wasn't smart And then Tommy Lee Jones leaned in and said the, it's such a good line he said I cannot sanction your buffoonery <laughs> I love <laughs> that line love that and I imagine on set that what was probably Tommy Lee Jones is a very serious actor so he would have
0: done the buffoonery but then he'd have switched it, it off camera. exactly
1: yeah. and I think that Jim Carrey probably much like Robin Williams is just like that all the time and that would be incredibly annoying when most of film production is you sitting around while they fix the lighting or yeah. get the cameras ready and you've got Jim Carrey prancing around I could imagine like an um, absolute th- head wreck
0: that th- like a lot of comics um, when they're successful um, there's a lot of ego involved and as we've mentioned this is Jim Carrey in his prime I'd say just on every level he was an absolute head wreck
1: yeah yeah but but, but receiving confirmation of his yeah. brilliance from I mean, audiences he is, he's brilliant and pro- at what he does
0: like the mask yeah. was incredible but it's just like I, I couldn't I could not be around that
1: no, so I I, f- I feel for Tommy Lee. Um alternative casting. So Keanu Reeves, Rafe finds um both William and Alec Baldwin were considered for Batman after Michael Keaton I dropped out. I think
0: Baldwin would have been great casting actually.
1: Yeah, I could see Alec Baldwin as Bat- this. He's now he quite did a
0: blank, He's quite a blank in this movie of the ba- the Batman. So it kind of nearly didn't matter who yeah, played him. Yeah, you just
1: need to be good looking and have a good chin. I think the yeah. chin is actually you cannot undersell the importance of the chin, <laughs> which also Clooney as handsome as he is, doesn't have the right chin, if oh, I'm honest. Okay. Um, interesting. Ethan Hawke was offered the role, which I think is interesting. Um, well, that's
0: interesting because his wife, Uma Thurman, was in one of them. That's she? right. In the
1: follow-up to this, uh, in the sequel to this movie. <laughs> um, but Ethan Hawke turned it down. Um, Rene Russo was actually cast as Doctor Chase oh, I Meridian. Can see that.
0: Yeah, makes sense.
1: Um, when Michael Keaton was still uh, on board, but she was deemed too old then. To oh my play, God. yeah, this is good. To play a love interest to Val Kilmer, and can you guess how many years older than him she is? One, uh, five. She's five years older Ridiculous.
0: than. Ridiculous.
1: Um, th- so then they looked at Sandra Bullock, Jean Triplehorn, and Robin Wright. Uh, all I think would have been interesting. Um, consider before they. So
0: George Clooney was originally. Uh, uh, sorry, Michael Keaton was originally. Michael be- Keaton
1: was on board with this, but then didn't like the change of direction and Joel Schumacher or, or whatever, and walked away. Okay. Um,
0: it kind of makes sense that it's a new Batman, to be honest, because it doesn't make sense to pull a dark Batman out of a dark movie and put him into a silly movie.
1: Yeah, it, and look, uh, to it, be honest, Tim, like new Tim Burton's movies are relatively silly as well, but, they're, yeah, they're, but the tone is different.
0: Yeah, they feel like very different movies.
1: Um, and then, um, this is great. Okay, Marlon Wayans was cast as Robin.
0: Oh, love that. Back
1: in Batman Returns. Um, he was actually cast in in that movie but that was cut before production but he had signed a two picture deal so he was technically signed up to play Robin in this movie oh my god because I was going to say
0: to you sorry one of my main things when I was watching this movie was I was like everyone is white
1: yeah, I know. It's
0: such a white movie. It would have been an
1: interesting would have been brilliant um, casting choice, that, for yeah. sure. Like
0: Chris and O'Donnell's fine, but like you know, he wasn't necessary to the film in any way.
1: Marlon Wayne's is a, He's brilliant, a fine actor, yeah. I like him as well. Um and, and has good comic timing, yeah. which is what kind of what mostly what this movie is. It's a comedy, let's yeah. face it. Um
0: and I think Val Kilmer needed like Chris O'Donnell's a bit too earnest as well like between them they weren't on scene on screen they weren't fun together really
1: but what's what's interesting is then they decide. there's no information from Richard or I couldn't find this online as to why they decided to recast Marlon Wayans but I think you can read between the lines here because they considered Leonardo DiCaprio Mark Wahlberg Matt Damon I mean what's the commonality but they basically decided they wanted a white person yeah was um, and they were all considered before they went with uh seems uh, like Chris they also O'Donnell. the
0: other um, commonality is they were kind of like heartthrobs and maybe because they were aiming this at it like I don't think Marlon Waynes was ever in that kind of heartthrob thing yeah, that those guys are
1: I think that's yeah that's fair off that list they were um, you know and I think Chris O'Donnell's playing it in that vein he's very much supposed to be this cool edgy sort of teenage heartthrob he's got an earring it's like whoa he's so cool it's
0: a shame though and I except that he's actor. a circus performer it must be so um, <laughs> devastating as an actor to be cast and then just
1: pulled like that oh not too devastating because he signed the deal a two picture deal and he was paid for both movies because he but, had signed. so he's got a hundred thousand dollars you get
0: money but it's actually it's shit for your career
1: no we still get some residuals from it no yeah Not great for his career But he's, creatifying, he's he had he's fine He gets residuals
0: career. From this movie That he wasn't in
1: Yeah because he, he Signed a two picture deal um, so Amy And he was cut After the fact So he received $100,000 And gets residuals So wow. like fair play I think Marlon Wayne's Kind of worked out okay Now here's another Here's another but He didn't show
0: Because you think of The prominence uh, Not about him necessarily But the Overt whiteness Of 90s cinema Yeah It's an awful misstep That they did that Well
1: here's another one Speaking of whitewashing Billy D. Williams um, who you might know as Lando Calrissian from the Star Wars movies. Absolutely he don't. okay. He played Harvey Dent in the Tim in oh, Tim Burton's sorry, Batman. Oh, sorry, I know who
0: Lando is. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: He played uh, Harvey Dent in the first Batman. It was a very small role, but he signed on. Oh, with so the, they
0: should have obviously recast him. Yeah, or so kept him. Yeah.
1: He signed on with the understanding that he would eventually play Two Face, but he was recast without explanation.
0: Oh my god! Uh, but
1: here's a fun fact which Richard pulled and I didn't spot this. He got to come back To play Two-Face uh, To voice Two-Face In the Lego Batman movie Which I love okay, that movie And really yeah, that's a great little pull for them That's brilliant um, here's, a, here's one Michael Jackson Lobbied To play the Riddler uh, wow. But was rejected by the Producers.
0: Oh my God, I'm so glad to hear that. that and would, Richard... Michael Jackson as the Riddler would have been one of the oh most God. hauntingly Haunting. creepy performances of all time. Even
1: just the picture of it in my <laughs> head is creeping me out. Um, and uh, Richard wonderfully wrote in brackets, few. <laughs> <laughs> um, and finally, um, he's got two bits of Bat lore. Um, he said this is, this is the first time that uh, we see Arkham Asylum in a live action Batman film.
0: Oh cool uh, But it had featured
1: In the animated series and I did
0: enjoy the Arkham scene Actually In all honesty It was probably one of the best Scenes of the movies And that's tragic This
1: <laughs> yeah, was, it was like, quite two done well. long. Um, And then lastly um, He said This is the first ever time That Batman is referred to As the Dark Knight in live
0: I action. was wondering yeah. When they called him The Dark Knight Where that had come from Because it slightly felt Out of nowhere
1: Well it, it is He's referred to that In the comic books and yeah. Historically and um, so there we go, Richard. Fantastic work. Uh, great choice. Uh, really, really enjoyed watching that. Uh, curious if any of you went along for a rewatch um, as well. And Let us know did in you the think comments. Of it?
0: If we any- uh, rented it on YouTube. It was hard enough to yeah, find. Yeah, it's not
1: available for for on, on any of the streaming platforms. Shockingly,
0: uh, surely they'd get loads of views on
1: this. <laughs> Surely, <laughs> unless it's on HBO Max or something like that, which uh, which it might be, considering it's Warner Brothers, right? Maybe, yeah which we don't have here in mm-hmm. Ireland. Um, so there you have it. Uh, guys, thank you very much. We will. Um, if you've got any suggestions for another uh, theme, please drop them in the comments, or we might just try and do uh, another personal one.
0: Now we might have Dave... Now your new job, Dave, is now that you don't have to do fun facts anymore, that's been outsourced. Your new job is to come up with increasingly complex... Elaborate,
1: but personal. So <laughs> yeah. what I quite liked about this theme, again, you know, my idea...
0: <laughs> um, is that
1: everyone gave us quite personal stories and reasons um, for these movies
0: I also know um, that lots of people are like oh I thought this movie would have been about their own choice they were, they tried to find it under 60 but it was actually over 60 so they, a lot of people t- movies that they thought were worse were actually better received on Rotten Tomatoes yes Kindergarten yeah. Cop is still the shocker to me
1: Yeah, I mean, it was the highest rated of these six choices, (laughs) right? At 50. It was almost fresh. Um, All right. Well, look, guys, that was fun. Thank you. uh, Thank you all for listening. And we'll see you in the comments.
0: Thanks, Richard. Bye.
1: Bye.